Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, July 29th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. It seems like in order to do well over the past 18 months, investors had to remember one simple doctrine. Don't fight the Fed. In 2018, the Fed's tightening led to a lot of pain, while this year's dovish pivot has put concerns to bed. I'm not suggesting that investing is that simple, but monetary policy does matter and can have an immediate and significant impact on asset prices. After a 20% decline in the fourth quarter last year, followed by a 20% rally this year, we find ourselves in an interesting crossroad as the Fed gets ready to meet tomorrow and Wednesday to decide what to do with interest rates. On that score, there's agreement by market participants and commentators that the Fed will decide to lower interest rates at this meeting. The only open questions are whether they will cut 25 or 50 basis points, and will it be enough? On the size of the cut, our economics and rate strategy teams agree that the Fed is likely to cut 50 basis points. This compares to the consensus, which is leaning towards a 25 basis point cut. In probability terms, the bond market is pricing in a 100% chance of a 25 basis point cut, but only a 20% chance of a 50 basis point cut. In short, a 50 basis point cut would be a modest surprise to the markets. The answer to the more important question, what's the market reaction going to be, is harder to answer. First, the yield curve, or spread between 10-year Treasury yields and the Fed funds rate, is a negative 35 basis points. Since this inversion is greater than 25 basis points, one could argue that a 25 basis point cut to Fed funds will be insufficient to uninvert the curve, leaving the bond market disappointed. Second, with an overly transparent Fed telegraphing its move so far in advance, one could argue that equity markets have already discounted the change in policy as well, which is why stocks are up 20% this year already. Our focus continues to be on the deteriorating earnings growth and expectations. When we made our call for an earnings recession last September, it was out of consensus. In January, when equity markets were down close to 20% and companies started missing forecasts, our earnings recession call became more popular. But now with stocks making new highs, it seems that investors are either looking through the earnings recession or have forgotten about it. So far, our second quarter earnings season has failed to dispel our concerns that there is more bad fundamental news to come in the second half of the year. If we're right, the reacceleration that equity markets are now expecting will fail to materialize, no matter what the Fed does this week. At current prices, we think that translates into a 10% correction for equity markets broadly, which means 20% or more in the crowded growth stocks, which have become increasingly expensive. The bottom line is that we expect this week's Fed decision to be met with some selling. But what about the lesson of the past year to not fight the Fed? Well, history suggests that Fed pauses after long rate hiking campaigns like in January lead to strong market rallies. And that's what we got this year. However, the beginning of a new full-blown rate cutting cycle is typically not good for stocks, with the last two examples being September of 2007 and January of 2001. The lesson is that while the Fed can impact asset prices almost immediately with a change in policy stance, they can't really reverse an actual slowdown immediately. Our advice is to stay defensively oriented in your portfolios until the slowdown gets properly priced again. Thanks for listening and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.